Welcome to The Uncommon Truth. Today, Bob and I are joined by our guest host, Graham Dick, from Langley, BC, Canada. I've known Graham for over 20 years, and he's a tenacious leader focused on constant growth and progress in whatever personal or professional activity he is enjoying. Graham Dick is a serial entrepreneur with over 30 years of business leadership, is the founder and president of Genesis Restoration Limited and co-founder and master trainer of Infection Control Training Group, Inc. He has developed the reputation as an industry leader and one of the most technical uh, decontamination specialists in the property damage restoration industry. He has extensive experience in a variety of capacities in healthcare environments, including decontamination of restoration, abatement, and containment and barrier installations during the construction and renovation projects. He's a subject matter expert on infection control, micro, sorry, microbial decontamination, including SARS, uh, COVID-2, norovirus, C. diff, coronavirus, and other microorganisms, along with forensic cleaning, fire and soot restoration, and mold remediation. Graham brings order to chaos in hospitals and any environment where at risk people and patients exist. In any of his projects, he must be tenaciously focused. Graham is married to his wife, Sharon, and father of three boys. So I wanna thank you for joining us on today's journey to find the uncommon truth about tenacity. So let's start with what is tenacity? Is basically the definition of tenacity is the quality or fact of being able to grip something firmly, to embrace it. It's also the quality or fact of being very determined and having determination and persistence. These are words that definitely describe my friend Graham and any leader that is going to progress in today's dynamically changing industry, especially in our COVID-19 world. So welcome, Graham. Welcome, Bob. Thank you, thank you. So what we'd like to start with is really one simple question. Graham, what do you think it means to be tenacious in life and business? That can mean physically, mentally, spiritually, in all aspects. To you, what is tenacious life all about? You know, Heath, um, when, I, when, I, when I consider tenacity and, uh, and the characteristics uh, that make it up, and define uh, define it. Um, it's that never say die, never quit. You get knocked down because life isn't fair. Uh, life doesn't deal you good cards. You still have to play them. And tenacity is playing those cards with some style. It's, uh, it's getting back up when you don't feel like it. Tenacity, in my mind, uh, I need to separate myself from, uh, from my feelings, which, which can be very variable, uh, and focus on what I know is true, and focus on the goal, uh, whether it's my relationships, whether it's uh, my, my sporting activities, my motorcycling, as, as we've discussed, uh, one of my passions, uh, or development of really any, any uh, skill that I've, I've developed over the years. Uh, tenacity is, um, 
well, in terms of learning, uh, uh, reading with a highlighter and a pen and, uh, and not ripping through the content, but stopping, thinking, dwelling, asking questions, uh, uh, fact-checking, and, uh, and, and oftentimes uh, going to the authors, going to those resources, uh, seeking them out, asking them questions, buying them lunch, uh, and, and, and picking their brains because, because what they wrote is usually only a small, small tidbit of the well that they're drawing from. Uh, tenacity is, uh, yeah, never quitting, never quitting. It's, uh, you know, you, there's high times, there's low times, um, but it comes to, to really managing your attitude and and for me that's um uh, you know that's that's being cup half full not cup half empty uh, it's it's looking for the silver linings for the bright side for the positive uh because that's what keeps you going and uh and and it's been said that oftentimes success is just being the last man standing so how's that that's uh that that's a uh, Wow. A little bit to start the conversation. I think, I think that last uh, uh, statement was strong, Bob. What do you think? That's great. Great comments, uh, Graham. Thanks so much. Uh, I, think it, I think it was um, Albert Einstein or, or somebody that said that success is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. You guys will be able to quote me on or uh, improve the quote, but uh, it, I, I think that speaks a bit to tenacity as well. To me, um, tenacity is a learned skill. So we often talk about human beings as having uh, a certain nature. In other words, they have a bio uh, imprint or they have a certain biology or they have certain genes. And there's their part, which is the experiences that they have growing up and the lessons they learn and lessons that they're intentionally taught by their parents or by associates or as they go through life. And it seems to me, and I'd like love your perspective on this gentleman, that tenacity is is uh, not so much nature, but it is more nurture. That we learn tenacity, that we learn determination, that we learn persistence through life, or we don't. And uh, it's been my experience that uh, in my life I've had times where I've been less tenacious or more tenacious, more less determined or more determined, depending on the situation, depending on the people that I'm involved with, depending on a variety of factors. But I think a, a standard, if, if someone was to look at me and say a standard character skill or a standard virtue that Bob has is he is determined. He doesn't, he, when he gets knocked down, which is often, Graham, which is significantly a large percentage of my life. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I do uh, somehow get up, crawl up, sometimes I bounce up, but that's to me the inherent the inherent symptom that you are tenacious is when you somehow get back to your feet and wobbly take the next step forward or charge, right? Charge forward. So that's what I found. I found during life, depending on the situation, uh, it's, it's about going forward no matter what the barrier, no matter what the 
the challenge that's ahead of us. Yeah, no, I totally agree with both of you. Something that's sort of come to my mind with the, all of this is that, you know, there's been studies done all over history. And the one that I heard best is that a man with a clear defined purpose and belief will persevere and will be tenacious when they're willing to pay the ultimate price because their belief is so strong. It leads to tenacity. So it seems that in a lot of our discussions, it, this determination, this tenacity, this perseverance of life and working through each moment and circumstance really is tied to our beliefs and to our why, that purpose that we're doing it for. Because as you said, Graham, it's not if there's gonna be tough times. It's not if there's gonna be challenges. It's just when and how often. So if our why is strong enough, that belief in what we're doing and the value it's going to bring, that's going to really keep us driving, um, driving forward. So putting it to some real life perspective, Graham, you work in a really dynamic industry. And right now with COVID-19, we as a, race as a people are facing challenges that are unique to us. A lot of fears and a lot of unknowns and uncertainty are occurring in our life that uh, regardless of a person's uh, belief on COVID-19 and all the, uh, the stuff that goes on around it, it requires tenacity to keep persevering through this, to find um, a cure on the medical side, but also to create safe environments for people to be able to do work and to continue life. So what are your thoughts in a practical aspect, both in your business that you're seeing of people? And what do you think we can do to be tenacious to help this uh, in real life? That's a great question, Heath. Uh, tenacity during COVID-19, during this um, uh, pandemic, and, uh, and, and the period that we are in right now in North America, it's, it's certainly a unique time in history. Um, when it comes to tenacity, I think of, of mental exercise, mental preparedness, and, and, uh, and just your mental state. And as Bob uh, referenced, is that, is that nature or nurture? And, uh, and that's a, a oftentimes been a circular discussion and I, I think that there's many influencing factors that, that play into uh, uh, the level of tenacity uh, that one has. I think it's much like art or music uh, that, that everybody has uh, a certain amount wired in, hardwired in, but then based on, uh, on discipline mentoring, practice, coaching, uh, who you surround yourself with influences your attitude. And, and that's, like I said, I think it's attitude is, is probably the single biggest factor uh, because uh, you, you know, where you're, where, what your mind dwells on is, is where your body goes. It's, um, 
you know, to give an analogy uh, in motorcycle racing, uh, one of the skills that we're taught is never to, uh, never to look off the corner, but to look around the corner. And no matter what happens, don't focus on where you think you might go, focus on where you want to go because your body will go where you look. And the reason why most people crash in corners is because they got scared and they look off the road and that's where they go. If they look further around the corner, their body literally takes the right form and, and, and the, the bike is capable oftentimes of much more than, than we thought it was. It's the same in life. I, I think the analogy really parallels. Uh, we are capable of far more than we ever imagined. Uh, you know, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And, and if we are looking and our focus is in the right direction, and that's heavily influenced by those that we hang around with, those that we listen to, uh, what we fill our mind with, then uh, that will largely determine whether we're going to make it around the corner. Yes, I totally agree. Bob, what is your thoughts on, on, on the examples that uh, Graham has just given? They're very powerful. Uh, Graham, I love that motorcycle analogy. That, that, that's perfect for this discussion in the sense of looking ahead, being focused on the future. And you used uh, the word attitude as well, talking about attitude. I love the fact you brought that in too. Uh, but let's just maybe talk, I'd like to talk a bit about attitude and a bit about that looking to the future. So looking to the future, I think means to me, it means having clear, measurable goals, clear, measurable vision of where you're going as well. So looking to the future. So it's a lot easier to get up after you've been knocked down if you do have that power of belief uh, in your future, that you have a vision of where you want to go and you have measurable clear-cut goals on a, you know, a monthly, weekly, and daily basis. So it's, it's pretty easy to, it's pretty easy to have one bad day um, or one bad hour, but it's pretty hard to have two or three or four or five bad days in a row as long as you have these measurable concrete goals that you're always working towards because they're, therein you get as you, as you accomplish a goal, you get a, a really tremendous feeling of accomplishment. You start to build your self-confidence. You start to realize the reason, the, the value of getting up when you get knocked down. So you have a bad day. You don't feel like getting up, but you get up nonetheless because you have a powerful vision of where you need to go. So you get up, you start to accomplish a goal here, an objective there. You start to feel better about yourself. And your your attitude changes through that process. Get knocked down, get knocked down, get knocked down, get knocked down, get knocked down. You have, maybe your attitude is different, but you get back up and you accomplish something. The pain goes away, the emotional anguish goes away, the bad feelings seem to go away for me at least, right? So that's my contribution for that piece. You know, I'm I'm thinking about. Uh, a quote by Les Brown right now that comes into my mind where he says, 
you know, we need to fail forward and we need to fall on our back. So when we fall, we can get right back up. It's not if you fall. The winner is the one who gets up and keeps getting up until the others don't get up. So that tenacity to say, it's up to me if it's going to be. So accountable is what I see tenacity about. It's really above the line thinking. It's, it's what you've really said. It's how do we control our focus, be focused on where we want to go, surround ourselves with those people, those running mates, the people that can really put good stuff in so it keeps us in focus and keeps our attitudes above the line in an attitude of gratitude that we're able to really fail forward and have that fantastic adventure in learning. And you know, Graham, it makes me smile when I think about it because I know, I don't know anybody that can wheelie like you. I don't know anybody who has ever crashed like you either. <laughs> and, and that is a primary example as we're out dirt biking together and you just wheeling down the, the dirt path and then whoops <laughs> but you're so fast you bounce right back up and continue on where someone like myself is not as gifted at wheeling because I do at times allow fear or maybe it's common sense but we'll call it fear <laughs> to control my behavior so just a little bit of humor in, in the moment. I think this, this really, I think, is a great segue to our, our um, second question, guys. And that's really, how do we execute tenacity? Is it simply shown only in an attitude to improvise, adapt, and overcome during times of challenge or hardship? So we're all in COVID-19, this pandemic, we're all facing different challenges but is it really hard what we're going through? Does it really require tenacity? These are some of the questions that are, I have going through my mind, but what I know is that no matter where I am, where you guys are, where any of us all are as individuals, tenacity is an ingredient of success. And I got a, a neat thing, being a, a, a retired policeman, I love the Marines and, 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 and some of the things that they do and apply in life. The Marines are taught to be able to overcome any obstacle, which serves them well in the chaos of combat. This concept is encapsulated in the Marines slogan, improvise, adapt, and overcome, which is a mindset. It's really a way of thinking that allows Marines to deal with any physical, mental or spiritual hardship that they're currently going through and each moment or circumstance affects each of us uniquely based on our past but mostly about our beliefs and if you have a source that creates faith as we talked in the past we've talked about what the fear killers are well the first fear killer is faith then the ability to E, embrace. A is then to accept what really is. And then R is actually to respond. So those are things, taking action, 
So how do we take action and execute tenacity? What's your thoughts, Graham? You know, I mean, you can, the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, seven habits of highly effective people and, and principles like that. Uh, you just gave a, a military um, analogy. And I think of a, uh, a YouTube by a general. Uh, and one of the things that he speaks of uh, that you need to do if you want to be successful is make your bed when you get up in the morning uh, because you start today with an accomplishment and no matter how small it sets it it sets the tone and starts you off right uh, you, you know in terms of, of tenacity the the habits to build and create it are are uh, are, are having a regimen, having, um, uh, having a system for yourself that you follow, regardless of whether someone's yapping in your ear and, and putting external pressures on you, uh, you create your own good habits. And I think that's, that's a challenge for a lot of people right now uh, when they're quarantined, that they don't have to show up at an office or at a job site at a certain time. So then they don't bother setting their alarm and they get into the habit. I've talked to so many people that go, you know, I've gained 15 COVID pounds, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all those COVID teenies at, uh, at, at 11 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and their, their habits and how they hold themselves accountable is, is having the opposite effect on them. And then that creates mental laziness and then that creates the opposite of tenacity, which uh, you know I think you one of you mentioned earlier it breeds fear, and I think that's one of the things that we really want to speak against in in society is is fear. Uh, we want to move forward with uh, knowledge, with uh, safe. Hygiene practices, I, I believe that a key to getting back to, to business uh, economically is to improve public hygiene. And that conversation is starting, but it should have started a month ago already because people don't develop habits the day before they open the restaurants back up or the schools back up. They need to start developing those habits uh, you, you know, long before so that when they do go into public, they know how to assess risk, they know how to have, have uh, better hygiene practices so that they're not placing themselves or others at unnecessary uh, risk and, uh, and, and create a safer society as a result. Uh, all of this plays together into uh, habits and those habits are, are the cornerstone, I think, of tenacity. What do you think, Bob? Great comments. Love your reference to uh, to Covey in that book, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. The very first principle is uh, the habit of being proactive. And so that's what you're talking about is, I think it is, Graham. To me, it's, it speaks that every day that we get up, every, and Covey says on a weekly basis, we need to do this. We have to, we have to identify 
the powerful areas in our life, the major areas in our life. And we need to be proactive in those areas. We should be taking action in the areas of the, your spouse or the person that you love in life, your children, your finances, your business, learning, spiritual growth, these, these major areas in life. And if we take action, vision, those things, then there, there's something happens, something really powerful happens. You feel good. You feel confident. You start to take, make progress. You really start to believe in yourself. And I think that's what builds the character of tenacity. That's what builds determination, perseverance is, is, is you actually making progress that you value. It's like a personal value, taking action. If you do the opposite, if you spend a lot of time with Netflix, if you spend a lot of time uh, in a gaming studio, right, doing games, I mean, there's value in that too. But at the end of the day or at the end of the week, if you spend the bulk of your time in these minor things, uh, you know, you, you don't have that. You, you've done probably very little to build tenacity, build, build perseverance, move yourself forward. And um, I think there has to, uh, people need to, should really take stock of where they're at because life is nothing but time. That's all we have. And a lot of us looking, looking at me in, in the video, I've got limited time left, Graham, limited time. So I want to make the most of my days. I want to make the most of, of, of today. And uh, so I want to have concrete goals in those major areas of life that are going to be very valuable to me and the others around me. So I'll just give you a, a quick example. I'm thinking about my three kids, I'm thinking about my wife, I'm thinking about my business, three of the maybe seven major areas that I think about. And um, today I will have created things to do, things to say with to my wife because she's away from me right now. Um, two of my three kids are, actually all three kids are away right now, right? So I'm a distant, distant father and distant husband, but I've got, I'm gonna take action in those two major areas. And in business, I've got things that I'm doing today that have made me, make me feel like I'm moving ahead. But I, at the end of the day, I will say it's been a good day in business for me because I've taken some action. And I think that's the sort of thing that, that is the foundation of that word heat. It's the foundation of tenacity. It makes me more determined, not less determined. It makes me look forward, not behind. And I don't feel like I'm, I'm in quicksand or frozen. I feel like I'm moving somewhere where I want to move. Excellent. Thanks for that, Bob. I think um, my summary would be supporting of what you both said, that how do we execute on tenacity is really about being clear on our why and we're doing what we're doing and where we're going. And ultimately looking at those that have already successfully achieved it and copying them. People, we've been taught in our schools that, you know, you don't copy, it's plagiarism, etc. However, in real life, when you leave the classroom and you have a proven model, we'll call them rituals or habits, why wouldn't we duplicate those successful habits? So what I try to do in my life is I look at people that have the fruit that I want to have. And then I look at what is the roots that's driving that fruit, which is the habits and rituals. And then I literally just copy it. So 
we've talked about my rituals many times, but the real truth is, is that what we're saying is that the two laws of focus and proximity are really core to having a character that's tenacious and that will overcome any obstacle mm. that we need to create those rituals that drive the success or the outcome that we want. And I think that this segues us again, right into the third question, which is if we're going to create rituals, really we're doing that whether we like it or not. The habits we create are being created every day by choice, consciously, or unconsciously, just by lack of not doing something, you are creating a habit and a ritual. And that leads us into how do we face life's challenges with tenacity and, and how can we face these challenges using what we've already learned here with creating the rituals, controlling our mindset through focus and proximity. And how do we face the challenges of life, both in our personal and our professional business? Because everything's in transition right now. The world is uncertain. All three of us are entrepreneurs. We've all worked as employees in our earlier parts of our life. But that transition that we're going to have to go through each and every one of us in this COVID-19 is really critical. Where's our focus? Is this a, uh, an opportunity or not? I believe everything is working out for the good, right? And we, well, we're blessed. Basically we're blessed in every opportunity. So what is that guys? how do we face life's challenges of life in a personal and professional business transition like we're going through and really execute on being tenacious? Go ahead there, bud. Graham. Well, um, big question. How do we do that? Uh, one thing, I, I mean, there's several things that, that strike me, uh, you know, diet, exercise, sleep. I mean, those are as much as people talk about it. Uh, we're usually pretty lousy at, at managing that. And, uh, you know, I got to confess, I mean, my exercise uh, regimen has, uh, has fallen apart <laughs> during, during COVID-19. Um, my diet's good. My sleep is, uh, you know, I've really focused this last year on, on, uh, more sleep and better sleep because I, I was doing some studying and some reading and I realized that uh, I recognized in myself symptoms of, of being chronically sleep deprived. And when you recognize that sleep is the time that your body heals itself and the time that your mind can solve problems, <laughs> uh, unconsciously it is uh, it, it's just so critical to to improve uh that aspect of your life uh another habit is the last five minutes of your day uh or in that last hour uh having your bedtime routine but uh planning your following day just five minutes spent planning your next day 
is going to make your following day ridiculously more productive. And, uh, and it's amazing how that sets the tone for, for uh, succeeding in tenacity. Uh, you talk about proximity, uh, Heath, and, uh, and, and proximity to people that exude the traits and characteristics that you want to emulate. Uh, and, and that's having conversations just like the one that we're having now that edify and build up and encourage. And um, it's so important. Uh, feed, your, feed your soul, um, you know, and, uh, and it's not just, a, you know, I mean, thankfully I'm, I'm ridiculously busy with work uh, with, with three different businesses <laughs> right now. But, uh, but that includes, you know, now making, making personal time as well. And, and a lot of times you, you've got people during this time that are crazy busy. I was talking with uh, one supplier this week that uh, his company's gone from $12 million a year to over $200 million a year because of this pandemic. Uh, and, and talk about hanging on for a wild ride. And, and the tenacity required to come out the other side without blowing up and, and losing all the things that you work for uh, is just as real a risk as, as, if, uh, as if you just had moderate growth. Um, yeah, those are a few things. I'll pass it to you, Bob. Thanks, bud. Well said, no good, good, very excellent comment. Uh, the question, the, the thing that I thought about is, uh, is uh, children and our, you know, we're, we all, we're all fathers. And, and I've intentionally raised my children uh, un understanding in my own way that character skills are really important in children as they grow up. I wanted my child, child to be independent and be successful in life that they'd have to develop character. And it strikes me that when children are born that they all have an equal amount of character. So things like courage and integrity and honesty and tenacity are all in every child when they're born. Inherent, they're inherent, they're waiting to be developed. And I read something maybe about three or four months ago where a parent was was, was speaking about that they, they had made a mistake that they had cared for their children, they provided food and clothing and a house, but they hadn't intentionally raised their children with value and ethics and morals and character. They had they just didn't think about it. They weren't taught that that's maybe something parents should do or could do, maybe not should do, but could do. And so I think that, I remember uh, my daughter's, one of my, one of my two daughters is five years old and we're on the Kettle Valley Railway in the Okanagan. And we're probably doing about uh, seven or eight K on bikes together and she's got her new bike and we're on the, the very, very flat, like a 3% grade, but there's one dip in the railway and I kind of went down the dip and then I stopped at the bottom and waited for her to come down and she looked a little uncertain at the top of this dip and she came down and you can see her, her handlebars doing this, right? Handlebar doing this and boom, the, the bike jerks off to the side and she goes right over the handlebars and she 
crashes face first and skids three feet on this sharp gravel uh, railway bed, right? And so I, I go over to her, pick her up, and I pick, I'm picking the stones out of her face and blood's gushing down. So I get my water bottle, I wash it all off, and I down to the bleeding. And she's crying, of course. And so I let her cry. And then I said, okay, you done crying? And, and she said, yes. And I said, great. And I said, we've got four more kilometers to go. Let's go. <laughs> and I put her back on her bike and she just went ahead, right? And for me, that was, that was an important lesson. It's an important lesson. Is that an important lesson in tenacity <laughs> or just stupidity on parents' part? I'm not sure. <laughs> but we, we sometimes talk about that in terms of her having, getting knocked down and getting right back up again and finishing the ride, right? And so there's been two times, probably in the last three years, she's 22 years old this June, that I've used that example. I've used it once and she's used it once. About overcoming something and, um, and moving on. And I thought there's, there was a lesson there. That was an intentional lesson. It was an opportunity. I took the opportunity. And um, I, think, I think that's how you build character. I think that's how you help children build character. But I've also, I'm intentional about the way, about my lessons in life, my pains, my knockdowns, my wife's knockdowns. And I think every time you get knocked down, there's an opportunity to learn, to grow, and to build courage, build resilience, build, build these character skills. Yeah, I think you've uh, um, both really uh, defined this well. A couple uh, things that have hit me through this discussion, some quotes that, that I like, is one that uh, Charles Swindoll quotes, that we're all faced with a series of great opportunities. Brilli brilliantly disguised is impossible situations. You know, life is really just a series of circumstances and situations. And quite often, as you so eloquently said, Graham, is that we feel overwhelmed and don't quite know how to respond. But what you said is if you can visualize, you can see, you can focus on that outcome and our why, then we're able to seize that moment better because chance favors a prepared mind. And if we're focused on where we want to go, we're more likely to make the turn. Even if we're going in hot, as you said in your bike story, if we're looking at the point at the exit of that turn, that bike is going to bank and lean and head there. If we look at the wall or we look into the bush, it's funny how we end up right where we look. So how we respond in our circumstances is really our choice. And it really comes back to how we've set ourselves up for success. How are we preparing? How are we choosing to respond in these moments? So I'm going to take uh, a moment here, as I do at the end of every, uh, every show, to try and do a summary of what we've learned today about finding the uncommon truth about tenacity. And this has been an amazing discussion. I've, I've, I've learned an immense amount. 
So here it goes. Tenacity is the persistence to learn and grow, to never quit or stop growing and learning. We need to keep seeking to find the truth until you find what you're looking for, regardless of our circumstances. That means we've got to manage our attitude, live with gratitude. We are blessed. How do we be that last man standing? We need to basically remember that winners never quit and quitters never win. It requires us to be determined, to really be clear on our focus of where we are going and why. We need to surround ourselves with people that are already there so that we can follow the breadcrumbs because success leaves clues. They just happen to be called habits or rituals. Our life circumstances we're in right now with this pandemic or any crisis that we face, this isn't the last one we're going to face in our life, God willing. So we need to focus on controlling our mindset, controlling proximity, the things that affect our attitude. We need to control who we allow to put thoughts and attitudes into us. That alone takes tenacity, persevering, looking forward, ensuring we are focused on where we want to go will definitely increase the odds that we will end up where we're looking. So with tenacity, common people can create uncommon outcomes. When we fall down, success is really just getting back up. There is no failure if we learn. It's a fantastic adventure in learning. So we need to ensure we give ourselves this best opportunity. And Graham, you spoke really well to a principle that Bob and I've talked a lot about, and it's the four pillars of health. We need to breathe. We need to meditate. We need to learn. We need to have good sources of income. Uh, income uh, input, I was going to say, but good income is good as well. <laughs> and that's created by all these habits. We need to basically breathe. We need to hydrate, drink good water, eat well, exercise, and don't forget to rest. Create and follow good rituals, those routines that are going to set the tone of our day. We start with success. Make our bed. We need to realize we're always creating habits, consciously or unconsciously. It's our choice. Do we live above the line or are we going to live the below the line in victimhood and say, well, it just didn't work out or, well, they did this, so I had to do that. I didn't have a choice. No, no, no. We always have a choice in how we respond. That response is choosing to live our ideal form of life. And to do that, we all need tenacity, which I believe can be summarized by the challenge to live intentionally focused on executing. Focus on what you want. Then get up and go. Seize the challenges that are wrapping our opportunities. It's an opportunity. It's a gift each day. 
That's why it's called the present. I really want to thank you for joining us today, Graham, and really digging in to find the uncommon truth about tenacity. And Heath, before we go, um, while you were summarizing that up uh, nicely for us, it just it occurred to me that that there were periods of my life where I felt that I was frozen, that I couldn't move, that I didn't necessarily have the knowledge or skills to move forward. And I wanted to uh, the people that are listening to this feel that they're frozen feel that maybe they don't have this particular character skill feel that the situation is too complex and they don't have a good way out they don't have a good group of people around them uh, I, i'd encourage them to reach out to somebody i'd encourage them to to uh to find a coach to find somebody that's been through it before to take that's that's a really good small step is to reach out to a professional reach out to a coach uh reach out uh, to somebody and and, and start discussing the issue. Um, we, one of the truths of our life is we all have these things, um, these issues as we go through life. And it's very human to be frozen in, in time, for, frozen in place, very human to be, uh, not know which direction to go in. And this is a complex, this is a complex thing. We're talking about mission, we're talking about taking action, we're talking about creating rituals. <laughs> this is complex stuff that, you know, we're, we're all, all the three of us are, we, we struggle with this each and every day, right? And we're, we've got years and years and years of experience. But, um, uh, you know, for younger people, people that uh, find themselves in, in a certain spot right now, reach out to somebody. It's, uh, it's, it doesn't cost anything, and there's often a huge benefit to doing that. Oh, I can't say it more. I, I think I, sometimes uh, I can get caught up in, my head and I think you know we talked about proximity a lot today really what that word means is getting around good people sometimes we have to cut people that are pulling us down and I would say that I have been blessed in my life and Graham I'd really like to hear your thought on this I think this requires a little more chat because proximity is power I have had the blessing of being, well, friends with both of you gentlemen, and I am exactly where I am because of an immense amount of support and an immense amount of uh, love and people that have really walked alongside me through my struggles in my life. You know, whether it be walking through divorce, whether it be just raising my son into the amazing man that he's become, it wasn't me that did all of that. It was having family and friends, people of character and better character than me that were willing to reach down and pull me up. So I support you 100%. Graham, what are your thoughts on that, that power of proximity? You know, I, I believe that we all need to go through life with one hand up and one hand down. We're holding on to someone that's helping pull us up and we're holding on to someone that we're pulling up mm -hmm. and brilliant. Times brilliant. When, when we're getting stretched right and yeah. uh and that person above us is 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 pulling us in ways that are is uncomfortable and and challenging us and and uh encouraging us and 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 helping us uh change through that accountability uh and there's times where we're that same person to the person below but there's other times where we're empty and we're just a link in the chain. 
And uh, but if we're if we're connected to each other, uh, you, you know, then then we're going to make it. We're going to make it together. Oh, could there be could there be better way to to summarize it? Thank you, Bob, for that. This is what Perfect. tenacity is Perfect. about. Tenacity Perfect. is really about reaching up and bringing up as we go through life and realizing that together we can. There is no obstacle, there is no challenge that cannot be overcome if we're willing to be tenacious about our focus and about who we're gonna run this race with. Thanks gentlemen, thank you so much for your time today and helping us really find the uncommon truth about tenacity. God bless. Absolute pleasure. Excellent meeting you, Graham. What a thrill. Thank you for listening today. We welcome you to visit us at www.theuncommontruth.life and find The Uncommon Truth on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Until next time, God bless.